The Game Boy Advance, what a precious piece of history. Welcome to the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast of all time as I put the Game Boy Advance over here. Episode number 74 with your host M. Swizzle or Max, whatever you want to call me, I don't mind either to be honest. How are we doing guys? Welcome to the show where we dive into everything Nintendo because why not? Today we have tons of Nintendo news. It is the first episode of February 2024, so that would in fact mean... And a Nintendo Direct is imminent, is supposed to happen, if not next week, then the week after that, or the week after that, sometime in this month, will we get it? I don't know, but either way, we have my predictions to discuss later on in the show. Before that, though, moving backwards, we have, as I said, tons of Nintendo news to discuss. We have a full hat right here of different pieces of news. One I actually just fell out. Let's go ahead and pick that one up. Full of news, we're going to grab news out of the hat and read it off to you, talk about it, discuss it. And then after the direct predictions, sorry, I'm, I'm like all over the place here. We have answering your questions that you have asked me through voicemails and also some written questions. I hope that you all enjoy this show and I don't want to waste your time. With that said, let's go ahead and get to the Nintendo news headlines in this little jolly hat right here. Let's go. Welcome to the Mario Matter, the number one Nintendo podcast. So yeah, guys, if you've been around this podcast before, this is the news segment, right? And what I used to do before today was I would go through the news day by day. So like February 1st news, February 2nd news, right? Now I've decided that's kind of weird because like you don't, you don't need to know the exact day that things happen, just when they happened. So I got inspiration from, uh, I watched a podcast, one more headline just fell out again. We gotta make sure these don't don't fall out. I watched a podcast. I forget what it was. It was some tech podcast, and they were like, uh, I think it was Marcus Brownlee. They like had the headlines in a hat, and I was like, that's a great idea. So I'm totally gonna steal that idea. Thank you. Uh, I, th I think it was Marcus Brownlee. I don't even know. I I, I think so, but I'm stealing the headline hat idea because it's it's awesome. So credit there. I thought this was great, and we're gonna pull. We have, I believe, when I was cutting these out, I believe it was uh eleven. 11 headlines to run through of big, entertaining, fun, awesome sauce, crazy, cool Nintendo news. So, as of me recording this podcast, it is Friday, February 2nd. All these podcasts get posted on Saturday. So, uh, Saturday, February 3rd, this gets posted. We're going back to Saturday. What was it? Saturday, uh, January. Let's see. January 27th is when we are going back to. So, all the news from January 27th to the 2nd of February in the world of Nintendo we're talking about right now. So, here we go, guys. Let's pick the first headline. Who knows what it'll be? Let's go. Number one. What is this? Let's see. Let's open up this piece of paper right here for our, for our uh, audio listeners. Audio listeners, also, you know, good time to mention we're on Spotify and Apple, all the cool audio podcast platforms. We are opening up a piece of paper, and the first headline is... Wave 3 of new Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom Switch Online icons are now available. So, for any of my dandy Switch Online members out there, you would probably know that if you have the membership, you're able to get special icons to use on your profile, show off to your friends, do all the cool fun jazz. You can now get some brand new 
Not previous, I don't think. Brand new Tears of the Kingdom icons for your profile. So if you head over to the, to the Switch Online app from your Switch Home menu, you click that, you go to Missions and Rewards once you're in the app, and then go to the Tears of the Kingdom section, and you can see all of the brand new icons. Wave 3 is available, and so if you want to buy any of the icons, it's not, you know, real money, obviously. It'll cost you 10 Platinum Points, which you earn by doing missions on your Switch and also on the My Nintendo website. And the backgrounds and frames for your icon will cost 5 Platinum Points, so not too much of a difference and not too much of an expense. However, this is Wave 3. Wave 3 of the Tears of the Kingdom icons are available until February 8th, then they're all gone. Maybe, possibly, potentially forever. I don't want to guarantee that, but prepare for that. Could be forever. February 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, they'll be gone, and then Wave 4 of the icons will come back, and then we'll get back to, to, to telling you about the Wave 4 icons just released, so it'll be a good day. But that's one of our quicker headlines. Uh, that's on there right now. Go and check them out on the Nintendo Switch Online app if you do have it. I'm going to do that later, uh, but for now... That was a quick headline. Let's go to our next one. I I, I guess I'll 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 throw the headlines on my bed over here. I guess that's that's what I'll do. All right, next headline. Let's shake the hat a little bit. What guys? Headlines. So I have paper in this hat, and they keep falling out. You know what? Let's pick the one that fell out. So here's the headline that fell out of the hat. Let's go with this one. Ready? Oh, guys, we chose one of the, one of the uh, better headlines of, of today. Guys, Mario vs. Donkey Kong is the next Nintendo-made Nintendo Switch game releasing. And it releases in just two weeks on February 16th. Yeah, yeah, that's right. February 16th. So less than two weeks from now. And we have a ton of news to go with that. So let's go ahead. We have four... Big pieces of news in the last piece of news, not to like bait you to, to uh, stay until the end, but the last piece of news here is, I mean, just, it's it's going to be a moment. So, let's go ahead. So, the first piece of news, the biggest piece of news, and one that you're able to actually, you know, partake in right now, and I did it just two, two days ago, there is a demo available for Mario vs. Donkey Kong on a Nintendo Switch. So, honestly, I didn't see this coming. Nintendo doesn't do a lot of demos for a lot of their games. I guess more so recently they kind of have, but like, for example, look at the last, you know, Nintendo game. Another Code Recollection had a demo. Okay, look at the one before that. Mario RPG didn't have a demo. WarioWare Move It didn't have a demo. Mario Wonder had a demo in stores, but not on your Switch. Like, they don't do demos often for their games they seem to be doing them a lot more often now though you know two in a row so if you want the mario versus donkey kong demo head over to the eShop. look for the mario versus donkey kong uh listing in the eShop. it should be on the home page that's where i found it it'll say demo available you click on the listing click download demo and there you go you're just totally in that's how you get it and then in the demo, you're able to play four different levels of the game. I won't get into specifics. I don't want to spoil anything, but trust me, it's fun. It does go by quick, but it's fun. It's pretty quick. And I will tell you this because this is like not spoiling, but it's more so like information. Uh, there is actually 
if you're kind of worried about this game being hard, which you probably shouldn't be, it's not that hard, there actually is a casual mode and a classic mode. Now, the, the difference between the two, if you choose the casual mode, and it describes the casual mode as like a laid-back, fun experience, if you want that, uh, pretty much all that happens is there's like less enemies, less obstacles, less, you know, distractions. It's just the game is focused on you trying to, I mean, it's a puzzle game. You click buttons, the different doors open up. It just makes the puzzle a puzzle without enemies in your way. That's kind of the casual mode. And then the classic mode is, you know, you're you're doing the puzzle in the Mario versus Donkey Kong game, but there's not shy guys every four inches away. So, really, casual mode is the nicer experience. I will say, when I was playing the, the demo, I actually chose casual mode. And and you guys might have thought, well, like, you know, if you know me, you, you might have thought that I would choose the classic mode because, you know, I talk about Nintendo, you would think that I want the full experience, and I did play play on, on Classic Mode for a while, but I don't know, I feel like the the gamer in me, the gamer at, at heart, likes casual mode, I don't know, it's just peaceful, it just like, nothing goes wrong, you know, because there's no challenges, so I don't know, I'm not sure what I'll pick when the game actually does come out. But uh, I do lean a little bit towards casual mode, so I might go ahead and pick that. But guess what, guys? Our news is not done there for the demo. Also shown and you uh, playable, I was going to say usable, playable in the demo is the two-player mode for Mario vs. Donkey Kong. So, if you would like. Now, I don't have people to play two-player with, so excuse me for the lack of details, but pretty much... From what I understand, and, and you know, we can we can Google this to like get more info. Mario versus Donkey Kong two-player mode is one person's Mario. Yeah, yeah. One one is Mario and one is Toad, allowing players to tackle the game's platforming puzzles as a pair. So, once again, haven't played it firsthand because I have no one to play two-player with. But pretty much, you're playing the same levels with two people. So they might even go faster because you have the two people. Either way, this is a remake of the Game Boy Advance game, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Now, the price of this game, $50, not $60, okay? So it's actually going to be $10 off what you normally pay. Is that alone supposed to make the game worth it? Honestly, I mean... I, I will say, for a Game Boy Advance remake, it probably should cost $10 less than, than, you know, usual. I would say it's probably worth it. The game's got a bunch of levels, from what I can tell. I've played some Game Boy Advance version of this game. i played the Switch demo of this, of, the, of this game. I have not played the full game, but from my first demo playing of it, I would say, yeah. I, I, I think it'll be an awesome game, especially if you love Mario or Donkey Kong or the whole series in itself. I think it's a total pickup. Maybe not launch day, but, you know, maybe like a birthday or Christmas. I don't know. I think it's going to be for sure a pickup. Unless I buy it one day and then it's like really, really bad. Then maybe don't buy it. But based off my first playing of it, yeah, buy it. So up to you, though. Now, we even have more Mario versus Donkey Kong news here. As I said, not to try to, you know, bait you in, bait you in to watch the whole thing, but the but the last news piece is gonna be hilarious. All right, next, Mario vs. Donkey Kong still uses Charles Martinet's voice clips. So, guys, as we know, with Mario Wonder, Charles Martinet, 
would you say retired? He's not voicing Mario anymore in future projects. So Mario has a brand new voice actor. His name is Kevin Afghani. He is great. He sounds just like Mario and he's doing a phenomenal job. However, in Mario vs. Donkey Kong, it's actually going to be Charles Martinet voicing Mario in the game. Now, the I mean, I mean the kind of working rumor. Now, I can't verify this because I don't know the ins and outs of this game, but people who have played the Game Boy Advance version of the game and the and the remake say that it's the exact same voice clips, just not compressed and it doesn't sound like a Game Boy Advance voice clip. So, you know, when you're making a game, if this podcast was on a Game Boy Advance, it would sound terrible. So, you know, they make the sound effects, they put it on Game Boy Advance, it sounds terrible. From what I heard, they're, they're using those same sound effects, just not compressed for the Game Boy Advance. And if you made Mario's voice a sound effect back when the game was made, uh, I would assume around 2001, 2, 3, or 4, it would have been Charles Martinet's voice. So... Charles Martinet is voicing Mario still in Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Now, we gotta be wary, guys. This this game right here may just be Charles Martinet's last Mario game project ever, okay? Because they don't, you know, they have a new voice actor for Mario. How many more voice clips do you want to reuse of Charles Martinet, the, the, you know, the original voice actor? How many more clips do you want to use? Mario vs. Donkey Kong keeps Charles Martinet's voice. However, the next Mario vs. Donkey Kong, if there ever is one, is probably going to have Kevin Afghani's voice, which is not a big difference, but a difference nonetheless. So, just a cool little tidbit, a cool little fact there. Charles Martinet does voice Mario in the Mario vs. Donkey Kong game. Awesome sauce. Little, little nostalgia there. Should be cool. Then, a tad bit of news... Not a whole lot, but a little bit here. Guys, Nintendo has released a little February calendar, okay? A little February calendar for you to put on your phone, on your computer, on your uh, smart TV, wherever you can put a large image. It's a calendar of Mario versus Donkey Kong. Now, what does this background look like? I can't put it on screen because it actually costs 50 platinum points on the My Nintendo website. And, you know, that's not a lot, but I still can't show you it because then you, you can you can screenshot it and use it for your own device. And I would love to do that, but, you know, I, I don't want problems with Nintendo, so I can't do it. But I can describe it for you and leave the link down below for you to go and redeem it yourself. So, here we go. The Mario vs. Donkey Kong, it's... it's a wallpaper of the cover art. It's got Mario and Donkey Kong in front of a level. I mean, like, how else can you describe this? They have uh, Mario has a key in his hand. Donkey Kong has the mini Mario toy in his hand. And there's a, once again, February calendars in the bottom right of the wallpaper. It's got the weekdays and all the days. And it has the 16th of February marked in a red circle, indicating that the game releases on February 16th, which is once again just under two weeks away. I'm excited for it. I'm picking up that game. But if you want that calendar, once again, 50 platinum points, you can use it on phone, on computer, or once again, smart TV. Maybe even a Maybe even like like your air fryer. Put it on your air fryer, go get the wallpaper, there you go. Now, 
Our final piece of Mario vs. Donkey Kong news that is actually very interesting, to say the least here. Alright, guys. Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Who is a fan? I'm a fan. Now, picture this, guys. L let me let me let me paint you a picture, okay? If you're in the anywhere from kindergarten to fifth grade, uh, for anyone who d who doesn't have that, that's like age six to age what eleven. Do you ever like when when you were in school, you did those little Valentine's card exchanges with like your whole class comment down below or like the video if, if you had that um <laughs> would you ever have used mario versus donkey kong valentine's day cards because guys that's exactly what we have here okay now here's the thing <sighs> these are e-cards so it's going to be hard to print these out and give them to your classmates it's meant to be sent like just as a, as a little text message right but these are some of the worst Valentine's Day. I don't care if it's a physical or an E Valentine's Day card. These are terrible. These are not great. Maybe I'm making them sound worse, like worse than they, they worse than they are. But like, let's let's just please run through. So there's four Valentine's Day E cards that are based on the Mario versus Donkey Kong game. Let's let's please run through. The first one, guys. If there's any first grader, second grader listening, if if you're going to use these, I'm going to give you some like big bro advice. Don't give this first one to the girl that that you like. That's how you friend zone real quick. The first Valentine's Day card here is I found the key to our friendship and it's Mario holding a key. All right? So, don't friend zone. Give it to the person that that you want to stay friends with. Friend zone somebody with that one. Okay, so, so that's just like a little corny little, I found the key to our friendship. Ah, oh, shut up. <laughs> and then there's one that, that that says, don't toy with me, be mine. And it has like the uh, mini Mario with toys on it. Uh, that's that's just not good either. There's one with Donkey Kong holding, holding the mini Mario toy. Uh, and it says, I just can't get enough of you. Because that's what, you know, in the game, Donkey Kong wants the mini Mario toys. So it, it does make sense there, but it's not very good. And then this is this is bad. The, the, the final one is Mario and Donkey Kong in one card. And it says, frenemies forever. In what context does that make sense? Are you giving that to one of your classmates telling them, hey, frenemies forever? Why are they your enemies and your friends? Uh, I mean, like, it's, it's just such an odd card to give out. And, like, you, you know, you, like, give some candy with it. Like, that's so random. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not fond of the Mario versus Donkey Kong Valentine's Day e-cards. If you want to send one of them to someone that you know and love, be my guest. But uh, it's not for me. It's not for me. I won't be doing it. But you know what? That's all right. It's probably not for me. I'm going to send one to the homies later. All right, guys. Next headline here. Let's go ahead. Let's shake the hat. Do, 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 do. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Let's see what our next piece of news is. Hoping that my computer does, does, does not crash again. If it crashes, guys, something ain't right. All right. Oh, this is a big one. Guys, Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Hollywood 
has upcoming events for its one year anniversary. We got to talk about all this kind of stuff, guys. Let's go ahead and let me get to the news here. All right. There's a lot of things going on at Super Nintendo World in Hollywood. Stu uh, sorry, Hollywood Universal Studios in California for the one year anniversary. They've planned some events, some reasons why you might want to go there starting now. If you were already there, I apologize because you missed all of this kind of cool stuff. But if, if you have a trip planned, you know, maybe maybe this is great. Or they can be like Disney. Disney ran their, uh, was it their 100th anniversary? Disney ran their, like, anniversary event at Disney World for, like, a year straight. So if you're going anytime in the next year, then you can maybe possibly take advantage of all this kind of stuff. Like, I went to, to Disney World, like, nine months after their actual anniversary. They were still celebrating it. Like, I, I mean, like what, when, when does it go away? It's probably gone now, but, like, geez. All right, guys, on February 15th, just one day, guys, before Mario vs. Donkey Kong launches on Nintendo Switch, the all-new Power Up Cafe opens on New York Street located on the upper lot inside the theme park. So no, it's not actually in New York. It is a power-up cafe, another location for you to visit at the theme park. This grab-and-go cafe features a menu of Super Mario-themed snacks and drinks available exclusively at the location, including Super Mushroom Calzone, Fire Flower Pretzels, and Superstar Fizz Soda. I know that has... 94 grams of sugar in it. Jeez, okay. So, let me ask you guys. That's that's the first way they're celebrating the one-year anniversary. If you're at Super Nintendo World and you're walking around, are you stopping in Power Up Cafe? You're probably going to say yeah, okay? And it, I mean, for the right reasons. Fire Flower Pretzels, get me one of those, please. Now I want a fire. Dude, they have Super Mushroom... Calzones, Superstar Fizz, I'm not going to have that one. The Superstar Soda, guys, that's sugar to the moon. Don't even try that one. That one's bad. You might turn rainbow and start, like, you know, running around and killing people. But realistically, I think that's an awesome way to celebrate the one-year anniversary. But it's not just that. In addition, and I'm reading off the uh, Universal websites because they have all the, you know, real information. In addition, the one-year celebration will include a commemorative special release golden power-up band, which will be available for, for purchase within the land and at Super Nintendo World retail shops located in the theme park. Starting on February 17th, one day after Mario vs. Donkey Kong launches on Nintendo Switch. Wow, guys, they are really doing this entire event right around the Biggest Switch release of the year. Mario vs. Donkey Kong, February 16th. I'm just kidding, but it is kind of neat how they did skip it. They, they like skipped a day there. And then also, finally, for a limited time, guests can also get a complimentary one-year anniversary button. This special special uh, commemorative collector piece will be available beginning February 17th and while supplies last. So if they're all gone, guys, good luck. It'll be at Guest Relations, located inside the theme park. So, you know, have you ever been to, like, Disney World, and there's those people with, like, the little button on their chest that, that, that says, like, my first time here? Like, it's it's just that. It's just that, which is kind of cool. It's the one year. That'll go for, like, $94, 94 bucks on, like, eBay in, I don't know, 10 years. But... 
cool little collector's item. If you are going, well, first of all, comment down below because that'd be cool to know. Uh, but also, check out all this kind of cool stuff. Now, my condolences go to anybody that goes like the day before this all happens. Like, I'm so sorry. That's that that can't be fun. But let me know if you either have been to Super Nintendo World or if you plan on going and if you plan on going during this little one-year anniversary celebration. I don't see a uh, end date for it. It just says starting this day, starting that day uh, is when it all happens. No end date in sight. But if there is a date where this all is ending, I will let you know. The Power Up Cafe should be open like, you know, for the whole, like, forever. But uh, everything else, I don't know when that all ends. But who knows, guys? We're moving on to the next Nintendo News headline. Shake the hat, and let's pick this one. All right, let's see, guys. What is this? Oh, snap, guys. This is potentially the juiciest topic. That is not Nintendo Direct Talk. Do you guys want to get into it? <sighs> Nintendo files GameCube controller trademarks in the UK. All right, guys, we, we, we got to talk. So I'm scrolling on Twitter. As always, a lot of people don't like Twitter. They say it's not good for you and, and they say it's toxic. I still use Twitter because I, I somewhat agree. You, you just create lists. Create a, a Twitter list for Nintendo news. Create a list for, like, you know, your friend's tweets. Whatever it is. I have a list for Nintendo news. And I was scrolling through it. And I saw an, an article from Go Nintendo. And it said, Nintendo files GameCube controller trademarks. Now, everyone's first comment. Nintendo Switch Online! GameCube coming to Nintendo Switch Online! Oh my gosh, wow, it's happening! Uh, maybe, possibly, it might be. So, here's the thing. Just because Nintendo has filed a trademark for the GameCube controller, which essentially just means, hey, legal people, no one can steal this GameCube controller. That's kind of what it is essentially like the simplified version of it i can go deeper into it that's that's like what it kind of is you can't name your controller gamecube that's kind of what it is right so just because they found a brand new trademark for the gamecube controller does it doesn't mean that you know that's gonna come to switch online now it's possible it's weird that they do it right now the timing's super weird and this may lead people to think that we could see GameCube games showing off in the next, you know, Nintendo Direct happening in February. And while I would love that to happen, I don't think it's going to happen. Because if even if it were uh, to actually be happening, like if Nintendo wanted to bring GameCube games to Switch online, I don't think they would file a trademark for it now and then show it off one week later. Now, if that happens, this clip of me will age badly, and I'll post it and make fun of myself. But I don't think that happens. What I think this is is probably a nothing burger. Because if you all you know remember, a few months ago, we got renewed trademarks for Tomodachi Life. And where did that go? 
nowhere. Now, granted, it's it's been like four months ever since, so they, they need more time. They they need more time than that to do anything you know substantial. But I just think it's a nothing burger. I don't think it's anything big. However, if it did come to like the Switch Twos, Switch Online, I wouldn't be surprised. Not on Switch though. Not on Switch. You can't remaster GameCube games like Pikmin 1 and 2 and uh, what's the other one? And uh, Thousand Year Door and Metroid Prime re uh, Remastered. You can't do all that and then bring GameCube games to Switch Online. It makes no sense and it won't happen at least on the Switch 1. Maybe this Switch 2 thing it'll happen on, but not on the Switch that we know and love today. It won't happen on there. Maybe in the future though. Anyways... That's some news I did want to bring it up as like a, what do you call it, as a uh, thought gauger, as a what do you think? Do you think GameCube games will come to Switch Online? Let me know in the comments if you're on a platform that has comments. Whenever I talk about like, hey, comment down below, I'm like referring to my, to my YouTube viewers who watch the video version of this podcast, but you know, if you're on Spotify, you can leave a comment, I think. Uh, if you're on Apple, I'm so sorry. Just like you know, give me a give me a you know virtual thumbs up, and I'll I'll consider that. All right, here we go. Next headline here. <sighs> this is big, and I actually took part in this. Guys, older Zelda amiibo are being restocked now. What does that mean? What does this mean for Nintendo? What does this mean for collectors? What is this and which amiibo are being restocked? So, as always, guys, I'm on Twitter. You guys, with, with the amount of times I start a news headline by saying, I was scrolling on Twitter, you guys must think I'm like 24-7 Twitter, Twitter. I'm not. But I just happened to be on when I saw this. I get a notification from Wario64 that says, Wolf Link and Chic Amiibos back in stock on GameStop, right? So we have a Twilight Princess Amiibo from 2016 and a Smash Bros. Amiibo from what, 2014? 15? 15. I mean, they just came back randomly? Awesome. I'll take part. So I actually have plans to play Zelda Twilight Princess HD on my Wii U. I began playing Twilight Princess at the start of last year, then forgot about it because I knew that I was going to buy Twilight Princess HD. I was playing the uh, GameCube version at, at that time. Then I was like, you know what, I'm going to stop here and buy the Wii U version. So I stopped playing it, and then I, I never got to the Wii U version, although I do own it. So when I saw this Wolf Link amiibo for the Twilight Princess HD game come back in stock, I was like... That's perfect. Now, I don't even know what it does, but I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to get it because it, it goes with the game. So that's what I figured I would do. I don't even know what it does. But I bought it. <laughs> I bought the Wolf Link Amiibo. Now, the Sheik Amiibo did come back in stock, and those are both still, at this moment, at this time of recording, those are both still on the GameStop website, all in stock. So... Those have not sold out at the time of recording. Maybe tomorrow you're watching this and it's all gone. But right now it's not sold out. And I don't even think it'll be sold out by the time that you're seeing this. Unless you're watching this in like 2035. Then, you know, maybe it's all gone. 
But those are out there, and not just those two guys. The Guardian Amiibo from Breath of the Wild is also restocked. I believe that is on the GameStop website. But if you just search, you know, Wolf Link Amiibo, it'll probably pop up. You know what? Let's try it. Wolf Link Amiibo, search, 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 Google, search. Yeah, it pops up right there. $16 on the GameStop website, still in stock, shipped to your home. The only problem with GameStop is they pay, they, 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 they charge like eight bucks for shipping. Not cool. However, these Amiibo, the restock release on March 8th, 2024. And just remember that date. I want to talk about it later on in this podcast, and we'll get to that soon but apart from that guys that is the amiibo being restocked let's go ahead and let's pick out our next nintendo headline here let's pick this one why not let's pick this one let's see Ooh, a bit of a small headline but a very very cool one that i have personally taken advantage of free february 2024 pikmin 4 wallpaper Available now. Now, guys, I'll sometimes come on this show and talk about things being free, whether it's a free demo, a free my Nintendo thing. But let's be real, not the demo, but like some things that I talk about are totally free. Like you have to pay my Nintendo Platinum points, which are free to get to get the item that I'm talking about. However, this Pikmin 4 wallpaper is actually free. All you do is go to the website for Nintendo that I will link down below in the sources and links link. And you just have to click it. You click a button and there you go. You get your free Pikmin 4 wallpaper for the month. So this is zero platinum points. It's zero, costs you nothing. All you need is a fine little Nintendo account, which you have if you have a Switch and you've used it before. You have a Nintendo account, uh, most likely. And once again, the, the link is down below. It's a very, very cool one. It's uh, If I can go ahead and pull it up right here, it's got the two Ice Pikmin on it, and it has the full calendar for the month in... Sorry, it has three Ice Pikmin, and it has the full calendar for the month in the bottom right for February so there's either that one to use, or there's also that Mario vs. Donkey Kong one that I talked about a bit earlier. Use them, and there's also another one coming this March. Not sure when we'll get that, probably like March 1st, I would assume, but sometimes they're, they're you know, a day late. So we'll have to see, but as soon as the March Pikmin 4 calendar does release, I will let you know on this very podcast. So subscribe or follow the podcast, depending on the platform that you're on. To hear that episode on March, what's the first Saturday in March? Can we uh, check that? March 2nd? Oh, no, no, wait. Wait, is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. March 2nd, guys. See you then. See you then on March 2nd. Let's throw that headline away. All right, next headline for the the uh, Nintendo news. We have like five left. Let's go ahead. Let's see. What is this? Boom. Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet update version 3.0.1 has been released, guys. How are you enjoying that game? I haven't played it, but I hope that you all have liked Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I, like, whenever I talk about that game, I always say this. I didn't play it because I was waiting for a performance patch and it never, like, really came, so I just put it off. Now it's in my backlog of games. So, 
the game updated, once again, version 3.0.1. I will not dive into everything that changed, not, absolutely not, because I can't pronounce half the Pokemon on there, but because it's all bug fixes. So normally when, when, it, when a game updates, they will sometimes take some interesting things out or they'll add some interesting things. This is all like, we fixed a tiny issue that no one ran into, but there was an issue. They just fixed small things. So I won't run through everything, but I'll have the link down below if you do want to read everything that changed on Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Perfect and awesome sauce. All right, that's the quick headline there. Throw it to the bed. It just fell on the ground, but that is okay. I will get it later. Let's shake the hat. We got a few headlines left. What is this? Let's see. Oh, what a fun one. Jack Black responds to Mario movie critics. Guys, as we know, Jack Black was the voice actor for Bowser in the Mario movie. Now, he did an interview with God knows who. I probably should have gotten that information. Can we actually please Google that? Uh, a GameSpot article. Here, total film via games radar. There you go. Guys, I I try to give credit, but like it's not always the easiest thing. <laughs> there you go. Bam. Jack Black was interviewed about the Mario movie, and he was asked about... The, you know, critic scores and their reviews and what he thought of the entire thing. So, here's a short little quote from Jack Black, the Bowser voice actor. I mean, he's much more than a Bowser voice actor, but, like, that's the relevance here. So, let's go ahead, let's read the quote from Jack Black about the Mario movie critics. Here we go. Quote, They screened it for me a month before it hit theaters. He's, he's you know, talking about the movie. I was like, we've got a hit on our hands. I'm laughing and smiling the whole way through this movie. And then when the movie came out and then got horrible reviews, I was like, what movie did they see? Luckily, the world didn't listen to Rotten Tomatoes, which is the, which is the website that you know they, they all they all left their bad reviews on. And it was one of the biggest hits of all time. And that is right, the Mario movie. If I can recall, guys, give me a break. It's been like six months. Uh, highest grossing movies of all time. It's number, like, three. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, wait, what? Wait a minute. No, 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 not, not highest. Wait, what did Mario movie... Wait a minute. Wasn't it, like, number two or three for something? What did the Mario movie do? Uh, not highest grossing. It was... Oh, uh, oh, God, the Mario movie broke some records or something, and I like, totally forget because it's been so long. Either way, Mario movie was a hit. Mario movie broke records. Ignore all the critics, which I'm sure he does, you know. Everyone that saw it, that doesn't work for a media outlet that writes bad reviews for every movie ever. Like, guys, I went and checked some of the, uh, re some of the reviews for Mario movie, right? I, I click on, like, the profiles of, like, some of the people. They leave bad reviews on everything. So, you know, everyone that saw it and doesn't leave bad reviews, probably, most likely, I can't say for everyone, thought it was a good movie. Obviously, not everyone has the same opinion, but, like, you probably thought it was a good movie. So, that's all we need. It was good that people who 
liked it, liked it, and the critics just ripped it. But you know what? That's okay. That's not the majority of people. That's just the uh, people that you see online. Picking out our next headline here, let's grab this one. Let's see what this one is. And boom! Princess Peach Showtime giveaway announced. Okay, so this is not my giveaway. Beware, it's not from me. It is from Nintendo. Now, guys, it's not... You know what? I was going to say, it's not often that they do a giveaway, but actually... It's gotten more frequent recently, where Nintendo has been doing giveaways for their games and also throwing in a bunch of other fun goodies on the My Nintendo service. So, guys, there's a Princess Peach Showtime giveaway being held right now on the My Nintendo site, which is if you have a Nintendo account and you go on the, you know, if you search My Nintendo, it'll all pop up, right? They're holding a, a giveaway for the Princess Peach Showtime game. Now... If you enter the giveaway for 10 Platinum Points, you have a chance to receive all of this. Ready? The Princess Peach Showtime game, a trip to New York City from March 21st to March 25th, so during when the game releases, you get a four-day trip to New York City with round-trip airfare in economy. Up to three nights in a hotel in Manhattan. Ground transportation from the airport to the hotel once you get in New York. A personal tour at the Nintendo New York store. So that's crazy. A $500 Visa gift card. And $100 in Nintendo New York store shopping credit. That's going to be one of the craziest Nintendo run giveaways I've ever seen in my life. They're just blowing money. Well, there there goes 18% of the Princess Peach Showtime money. Oh, geez. <laughs> All right. So if you want to enter to win a trip to New York City from Nintendo, terms and, and uh, conditions apply on their website. The link is down below. You have to enter by February 20th. I will have you know, guys, I actually entered three times, uh, which you can do that. You can enter three times. Because if I, it, guys, if I won, that's that's content, bro. Could you imagine me posting a YouTube short? I won Nintendo's giveaway, and they flew me to New York City. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not going to win, but, like, I have, I have 30 platinum points to uh, spare right there. So I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. So, cool beans. Let's read our next headline, guys. Dude, I hope someone out there wins that. Like, I hope it's not a scam, which I don't think it is. But, like, you know, what if it was, you know? All right. Ooh, this is a fun one. Possibly my favorite headline of today. I have no clue why, but possibly. Next Splatoon 3 Splatfest has been revealed, guys. Where are my Splatoon 3 fans? Please stand up. I don't care where you are right now. Stand up. If you're listening to the podcast, stand up right now. Okay, now now, we, now you can sit down. But the next Splatoon 3 Splatfest has been revealed. What is the theme? When is it happening? Give me all the, the, the details. I got you. So, the theme of the next Splatfest is what's the best day of the weekend? The three teams are Friday, which is not a weekend, but, you know, Friday. Saturday, 
or Sunday. So you pick a team based on what you think the answer to that question is. What's the best day of the weekend? Guys, let's pick a team right here, right now. So my gut instinct says Friday, okay? Which I just made fun of Friday. Friday is a phenomenal day, at least for me. Now, I understand some people have like a work or school and that takes up most of the day. But bro, when I was in school anyway, Friday was a, a great day. Because for me personally, like no matter what you had that day, you were just looking forward to the weekend. And that alone makes the entire day great. And the vibes are different on Friday. I don't know what it is, but it's just different. So I personally would say Friday, but Saturday is good too, because Saturday, not only can you sleep in that morning and you have the entire day off, there's like fun things on Saturday, like sporting events may happen to fall on Saturday. Concerts may happen possibly to fall on Saturday. Like there's more events, more things happening on Saturday. Uh, football Sunday is a thing. That's not Saturday, but it's a week. Like things happen on the actual weekend. It's not Friday night. But honestly, I'm going to, my answer is Friday. I'm picking Team Friday, which is not, once again, not a weekend. That's a going into the weekend day. But I think Friday has the most joy because because it, it's like, oh my gosh, the weekend. It's, you know, it's kind of cool because of that. So I picked Team Friday and this Splatfest goes down on February 16th, the day that Mario versus Donkey Kong releases, February 16th. And ends on, sorry, it starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time and ends on February 18th, that Sunday, at 7 p.m. Eastern time. It is kind of funny that the entire Splatfest runs on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So that's kind of cool. But like, see, Friday night things happen. Splatfests begin. And that's why Friday is pretty cool. So that's why I choose Friday as my best day of the weekend, if you can even call it a weekend. Anyways, that's the Splatoon Splatfest. We have one headline left for you here. And I think I know what it is because I just saw it. Here we go. Yep, I knew what it was. Oh, man, oh, man. How do you even, like, approach this? Sonic X Shadow Generations has been announced. A brand new Sonic game! It's not totally brand new. So, uh... Apparently, we've got a remaster, if I have that right. I hope I have that right. What if it's like a brand new game and I have no idea? What I believe to be a remaster of Sonic G Generations from PlayStation, from Xbox 360 had it, from 3DS had that game. It was awesome. If we Google Sonic X Shadow Generations, here we go. Shadow the Hedgehog is back and teaming up with classic... In uh, modern Sonic, in Sonic X Shadow Gen Generations, an all-new collection featuring two unique experiences, which is why I hesitate to say... Yeah, here we go. A remaster of the classic hit Sonic Generations. I was going to say I was, like, confused calling it a remaster because it says uh, an all-new collection, but it's just remastered. So we have a Sonic Generations remaster on our hands. Now... I actually own Sonic Generations on two different consoles, the PlayStation 3 and the 3DS. And I gotta say, I could not be more hyped for this game. Now, 
Is this Nintendo news? I will say yeah, because while it is Sonic, it is coming to the Nintendo Switch, which is always something to be excited for. This game releases in autumn of 2024, this fall. Now, guys, I'm going to go ahead and throw out a prediction right now. I don't care what anyone says. This game will release in November. Because look at, historically, Sonic games releasing. They, like, always release in November. And I don't know why. But it just it just always happens. Now, someone's going to find a Sonic game that didn't release in November. Like, just look at the past two. Frontiers and Superstars. November. I think... Lightning can strike three times. And we will get this game on November. Someone someone clip this. So then in nine months, we can talk about this. On November 15th, you will get Sonic X Shadow Generations released. However, I can't say it confidently because Sega does like... They don't always do Friday release dates. So I'm picking a Friday, the 15th of November, but it's still, you know, a guessing game because Sega, bit of a loose goose. You, you, you never know what day they're going <laughs> to, you never know what day they're going to drop their games. But guys, that is it for Nintendo news headlines, but our podcast time is not over. We have to discuss, guys. It's it's February, and all that's on Twitter right now is Nintendo Direct. Nintendo Direct happening soon. Leakers are saying it's happening next week. I may not talk to you again before the Direct happens this month. Next week, we may talk about what happened in the Direct, right? So we need to, to, to talk now. What are my predictions? What do I think is going to happen in the Direct? Now, previously, when I've made predictions... I'm just talking nonsense. I'm like, yeah, I think this will happen, that'll happen. I put thought into it, but it never was going to actually happen. I have put a lot of calculation and thought and historic patterns in my predictions for this February Direct. And I truthfully think I will get, I have 10 predictions, five boring ones, five, you know, pretty exciting ones. I think I will get nine of them right. Trust me on it. Don't believe me? Let's go ahead. Let's talk about my predictions for the upcoming potential, not even confirmed, Nintendo Direct. Let's go. Guys, it's February of 2024. Now, what happens almost every single February, at least for the last three years, if not longer? A Nintendo Direct, where Nintendo showcases their games for the first half of 2020. Whatever the year is. In this case, it is 2024. We have to run through. Because this Direct is supposed to be happening in the next week, we have to discuss what I think will be in it and my very hard-thought-out predictions for this Direct. I think I have 10 predictions. Well, I, 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 I know that. I think I will get 9 of them right. There's one that's a bit outlandish. Nine of these will be right. Okay, guys? So, I want to point out one thing before we start. When a February Direct gets announced, Nintendo always says 
These mainly focus on Nintendo Switch games launching in the first half of whatever year it is. So, we have to think first half of this year, 2024, and then make our predictions. So, I did. And so here are my predictions. I have five non-exciting, but ones that will be right, predictions. And also five very, very fun predictions. Let's go ahead, let's dive into my Nintendo Direct predictions. Let's start with an exciting one, okay? So, the first thing I think will happen in this rumored, not even confirmed as of right now, February Nintendo Direct, I think we will get a Luigi's Mansion 1 remaster for the Switch. So, you, you, you might think, Max, we're getting Luigi's Mansion 2 remastered. Why would they why would they ever remaster the first game as well? Makes no sense. Well, here's why. When Pikmin 4 was coming out, a lot of effort put into that game. Now, take you know, look at that game, make it an example. Now look at the confirmed Luigi's Mansion 2 HD that is coming out. They already made that game. But they had, they had to remaster it from 3DS to Switch graphics. So you have two upcoming games. Now with Pikmin 4, they released Pikmin 1 and 2 as a double pack for the Switch. So now Pikmin 1, 2, 3, and 4 is all on Switch. Now, I'm not just saying that, you know, Luigi's Mansion 1 will come to Switch because Luigi's Mansion 2 is coming to Switch and it happened to Pikmin 4. Nintendo likes to make big machines. What the heck do I mean by that? The Nintendo Switch now is the Pikmin machine. Plays Pikmin 1, 2, 3, and 4 all in great quality HD. Luigi's Mansion. If you put Luigi's Mansion 2 on Switch, you already have 3. Why not just throw the first one on there? Why not just simply? It won't take much work. Simply remaster the Luigi's Mansion 1 game. You've been putting out GameCube remasters. Just put out Luigi's Mansion 1. Why not? Like, like At this point, why not? At this point, absolutely why not? Why not do it? You know? Makes no sense. I think it'll happen. Now, I think that it'll release right after the... Uh, right after the... Uh, sorry. The Direct is over. Sorry. <laughs> the Direct is over. I think it'll release right afterwards, and then it'll be a physical release, just like how Metroid Prime Remastered was two weeks later. I think it'll come out physically, and I'm going to wait for that physical edition. In addition to that, uh, hold on, I can't dive into that one yet. Okay, never mind. Now, that's my first exciting new game prediction. Here's what else I think will happen. Now, I have five non-exciting you know, predictions. But I think these will happen. So, not exciting. I think that we're going to get another Mario vs. Donkey Kong trailer. They're going to show the game in the direct and then be like, Hey guys, this game comes out in one week. Have you heard of it? That's it. So, I think that'll happen. That'll happen. It's not fun. No one wants it, but it'll happen. So, that's my non-exciting prediction. Now, my next exciting prediction. This one is a little bit outlandish. But I can't just take the safe predictions. I, guys, I, I, I could sit here and say, I think 
This game will happen, which is a game that is heavily rumored. I think this game will happen and just take safe picks. No, no, no. While I am doing that for like six of these predictions, I have one outlandish, two actually uh, outlandish predictions for the direct. The first one being a brand new Mario baseball game releasing this May. So why do I think we're going to get a Mario baseball game in May. Why would I ever... What's the reasoning behind it? There is none. Aside from Mario baseball was already heavily rumored to be revived. It was rumored, excuse me, last year. A lot. And not only is there a lot of fan demand, but Nintendo historically likes to release their sports games in May or June. Now... If I don't have, yeah, yeah, last year was the only year in a while, not, you know, in forever, but in a while, that we didn't get a Mario sports game that summer. If you look beyond, you know, Mario uh, Strikers in June of 2022, we got Mario Golf in 20, 2021, I don't know why we didn't get a sports game last year. At least something like, you know, Mario Sports Mixed Remaster, whatever it is. I think this year we, tar we, we turn over the new leaf or reuse the old leaf. I think we will get Mario Baseball, whatever it's called, Mario Crazy Cool Baseball. Please name it that. Please give that name Mario Crazy Cool Baseball. Just uh, that, that's that'll sell very well. Do that. Add some new characters. We're getting a brand new Mario Baseball game. You can use the Joy-Cons to swing the bat. It'll be awesome sauce. Revealed in the February Direct. And historically, if Nintendo is releasing a sports game this year, they will show it off in the February Direct. If you look in the year 2021, they showed off Mario Golf in the February Direct. If you look at the year 2022, they showed off Mario Strikers in the February Direct. I think this is a February Direct. We will get Mario Baseball. That is my prediction, though. Now, another non-exciting prediction, guys. I think that we're, that we're, we're, we're going to get uh, a, another Princess Peach Showtime trailer. We don't want it, nor do we really care. We care for the game, but not seeing it again in a Direct. But, alas, I think... They're going to put another trailer of Princess Peach Showtime in the direct. As sad as it is. Now, back to the exciting predictions. The ones that actually matter and mean something. My next big prediction for the direct. And I'm not, you know, normally the, what do you call it? The boy that cried wolf. Because I have predicted this before. But I truly believe it this time. And if I get this wrong, I won't ever try and predict it again. But, I think that The Legend of Zelda, <laughs> Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess HD will get remasters for the Switch in this Direct, at the very end. This is their big announcement, okay? Here's why. Now, for those watching this part only of my podcast, hello, thank you for watching. Earlier in the show today, we talked about how the Zelda Amiibo, the previous older Zelda Amiibo, the Wolf Link, Sheik, and Guardian, are being restocked. You don't just randomly restock Amiibo. Unless you do. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> 
I think something is going on here. Now, while uh, at least one of those amiibo cannot be used on Twilight Princess or Wind Waker uh, HD for the Wii U, I don't think that you restock Zelda amiibo for a no reason kind of thing. These restocked amiibo release on March 8th. I've, I mean, look at previous directs, guys. They've shown games and released them the exact same day. If you have a direct on February, I don't know, 8th, just throwing out numbers, and you show off Zelda Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD, and you release those alongside those amiibo that are being restocked, that's a cool little promo right there. Are you restocking Zelda amiibo for nothing? Yeah, we've kind of seen it before, but like, I think there's something bigger going on here. They're not restocking for nothing, right? And the only retailer to show any sort of restock in the U.S. is GameStop. Well, what if they slipped up, you know? Because no other retailer has that right now. They're quietly restocking these. They haven't announced it. They have not announced, hey guys, we're restocking the Wolf Link Amiibo and the Sheik and the Guardian. They have not announced any of that. Publicly. So, I think there's something bigger going on here. Now, if I get this wrong, I won't predict it ever again, unless there's, like, some real evidence. But I think if it ever happens on Switch, it happens this February, whatever day it is. We'll see, though. Now, another non-exciting prediction. I think there will be another Luigi's Mansion 2 trailer. With... A release date. So, as it stands right now, we have the game Luigi's Mansion 2 HD confirmed. And all we know is that it, it is going to release this summer. Which is kind of weird. It's a mansion game. You might, you might want to put it in fall to play on Halloween or something. So, it's releasing this summer. I think, because we're already in February, it could, at the earliest release in like four months, we need a, a, a concrete release date for the game. I think that we'll get that, and it'll be awesome sauce. Now, back to the exciting predictions. This one is actually a bit of a, a negative Nancy. This one is a negative Nancy, guys. I am predicting, and here's why I'm doing this. I am counter-predicting, okay? I am counter-predicting something, because there's been a lot of talk recently about, I think that Metroid Prime 4 is going to be in the February Direct, and maybe it will be, and maybe I'll be wrong. But I am going to say that we are not going to get a Metroid Prime 4 announcement in any kind during the February Nintendo Direct. And the reason for it is because we just got those rumors that the game is close to being done, like, recently. So I don't think that they're ready to, like, turn around right away and show the game in this next upcoming Direct in, in like, a week. I think... Honestly, Metroid Prime 4 will, will be shown this year, but I think it'll be in June during their June Direct. I do not think it'll be in the, in the February Direct. I don't see it happening. I don't think it makes sense, and I don't think that you do that. But anything can happen. I am predicting no Metroid Prime 4 announcement, and if you want my honest prediction, I think that game will release in November. Uh, just random. No no real thought behind it. I think it'll, it'll happen, and it'll dual release with the Switch 2, because if they announce it in June, my guesses are that they would have the Switch 2 already announced, like, if, if they announced Switch 2 in May or whatever, and then announced Metroid, Metroid Prime 4 in June, if they announced Metroid Prime 4 in June, I mean, you have a dual release, 
it 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 you know it uh, it releases on Switch and Switch Two, right? Like that's a perfect little combo bundle right there. Uh, you can do that. You can easily do that. Not in February though. Way too soon. But we got to see. Now moving on to a non-exciting prediction. This is a this is exciting, but like it's a game that we that we already know about. So why would you get excited for it? Another Paper Mario Thousand Year Door trailer. Now I think that game is exciting. It's awesome. But when you watch a direct, you want to know new games, not games that we already know about. However, I think this game will get a, a release date simply because. It's already been rated by the ESRB, which pretty much means it's at a state in, you know, the development process where they can send it off and get it rated. So, you know how it says E for everyone on the boxes or like Peggy 12? It's been rated. The game's probably near done, if not already done. We'll get a release date for it. It'll come out in like July and, and we'll all be very happy. So, I would say we get another trailer. But... My final big prediction, and a lot of you might want to hear this because this is this is big. I honestly think, as the most honest, it I can't even say it. I can't even I can't even say this. As the most honest Animal Crossing fan, I think we're going to get not a new Animal Crossing mainline game. Not a remaster, but a new Animal Crossing spinoff. And here's why. Here's absolutely why. Here's why. Okay. I th I think. So, you know, Animal Crossing New Horizons came out March 20th of 2020. That game is almost four years old. However, they they can they kind of kept updating the game. Until October, or I guess you would call it, yeah, yeah, October, October of 2021. The final update released in November, but they were done making it in October. For a game that sold 40 million copies, you would want to follow up on that, right? Animal Crossing New Horizons, the newest Animal Crossing game, sold 40 million copies. You now have had almost three years to work on something else that is Animal Crossing related. I don't know if they're working on the next game or not, but if you look at the past two consoles, there have been Animal Crossing spinoffs on Wii U and 3DS. How well did they perform? Not well at all. But does that mean we can't get an Animal Crossing spinoff? I think no. I think we will get an Animal Crossing spinoff in this Direct. That is my outlandish prediction. Because I have no like reason behind it. I just think it's been a while. And you have to capitalize on those 40 million people that bought the mainline Animal Crossing game. If you make a spinoff, you'll, with, with the right promotion and right game idea, you'll sell... 4 million copies. Definitely at least 4. At least 4. Which is, in their eyes, a success, especially for a spinoff. I think you make an Animal Crossing spinoff and show it off in, the, in this direct and release it later this year. There you go. 
Those are my predictions. However, I have one more non-exciting prediction. I think we'll get a Sonic X Shadow Generations trailer. So as we know, Sonic X Shadow Generations has been announced. It was shown off in the PlayStation State of Play presentation, which is, which is kind of like their own form of directs. I think that it'll appear in the Nintendo Direct just because it's like, hey, Nintendo fans, look, there's a new Sonic game on the way to Switch this fall. Like, it'll show up in the Direct. It'll be there, it'll say hello, and then it'll go. And that rhymed. But that is it for my Nintendo Direct February predictions. I hope they all come true because it sounds pretty dang good to me. Let me know yours down below if you're watching or, you know, listening on a platform that can comment. But with that said... Let's get to your favorite segment of the week, the people segment, the answering your questions segment. Let's go ahead. Let's go. My friends, it is time for the people segment to answer the questions that you have asked me about Nintendo, about content creation, about all the cool thingamahoozits around the world, guys. You've asked me questions through voicemails, link down below if you want to ask me a voicemail question or a written question on my YouTube community post tab. There's a post that gets posted every single Wednesday on my YouTube community post tab. I'll leave the link down below if you want to see where to check back every single Wednesday for that very, very post. You can leave your comments down below on that post or, once again, head to the link down below and leave me a voicemail. We're going to begin with the voicemail questions. However, it is important to point out if you are a channel member, also link down below. It's just like Patreon. If you're a channel member for the low price of $1.99 per month, you actually get a guaranteed question asking. So we have two channel members asking voicemails. Uh, as far as I can tell, if you are a channel member, uh, leave in your voicemail. For the name, put your name and then put in parentheses channel member afterwards. And then I will know that you are a member. And then one written question from a new channel member. We're going to go ahead and, and answer channel member questions. Our first one comes from Dylan, our one of two channel member voicemails and then three other ones after that. Let's go ahead. Dylan, what do you got for us? Oh, this site, I have to refresh every time. All right, Dylan, what do you got for us? Uh-oh, hold on. It's not my headphones. Let me, uh, oh, shoot. Gotta cut the podcast. Oh, no. Hold on. It's not in my headphones. Guys, freak out. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Okay, okay. Got it. Ready? Hey, Go. Max, I'm a huge fan. I've been here since 30K, and I just became a channel member. I can't wait to join in the next Jackbox stream. Awesome. But I do have something I want to ask you. Do you have any tips for someone, like a Nintendo fan, trying to start a YouTube channel right now? I'm having trouble picking, like, a niche or a topic to stick to because like sometimes i'll just be filming and i'll think like this ain't what i want to do like i i know i want to do youtube that's like what i want to do i all all other jobs kind of seem boring <laughs> not gonna lie but yeah. uh i just like i want to be a youtuber but like every time i start i'm like okay this is what i'm gonna do i just kind of fall out of it and then like I've had lots of channels that I've just got bored of and deleted. Like, my current channel, I deleted all the videos. It had 350 subs, though. It was a Pokemon channel. But it's just kind of, like, it's hard. So, yeah. Love your videos. Wondering if you have any tips. 
Also, your background is incredible. It is impeccable, not going to lie. Thank you. Well, that's all the time I got. All right. Thank you, uh, unfortunately, for the background comment. Uh, we, we might be doing this podcast in a different place in the future. Uh, that's you know a little tidbit for anyone still listening. Uh, but thank you. This is, this is I, I, I try. It's my bedroom, but I try. Thank you. Um, so, any tips for Nintendo content creators kind of in a rut? More so, like, personalized to you here. I My, my biggest thing, because, I mean, even I face this problem. Like, I make short-form content, and I kind of found the lane with that. Uh, I do my, like, this happened, and, you know, Nintendo is suing this person. And I do some skits as well. I kind of found two formats. I'm going to try to add one, you know, one more. But not about my myself here. I would say, honestly... And this sounds so cheesy, but it like, it actually makes sense. If you're passionate about a certain type of video, like a like a Pokemon video or making Animal Crossing videos, and you love to do it, people can tell. People can tell when you're passionate about those kinds of things. And if you just make what you, it sounds stupid, like what you want to make, that's that's the key right there. Because listen, it, make the video. Make whatever video. If you couldn't fail, if your video, no matter what it was, got 10 million views, all you had to do was make a video, what video would you make? And then go out for that. Because then you'll make a video that you want to make. And then, you know, in the, in the back of your head, it'll get 10 million views, hypothetically. But if you couldn't fail, what video would you make? I can't tell you what it is, but... I would say one experiment to find out, like like for me, my favorite franchise and my favorite thing to talk about was, and maybe still is, Animal Crossing. I then made Animal Crossing videos, found a, a lane doing that, and then here I am. I just like popped up one day, you know? So uh, I would say do what you love first, which can be hard when you're in a rut because like you don't know what it is you love. It'll take time. You can't figure it out in a day most of the time. But I would just say, once you find it, go all in. Because, I mean, that's how I got here, you know? So, I would say, do some of that, and eventually, you will find it. Thank you so much for being a channel member, though, and for leaving me a voicemail. Our next voicemail comes from Keandre, another channel member who left one, I believe, uh, last episode as well. So let's go ahead. Let's hear. It could be a follow-up. Let's see. Well, hello, Max. Uh, coming. This is you know coming to you live again from San Francisco. Oh boy. Uh, well, no, not live because technically this is the future. Well, no, because when you listen to it, it'll be the past. True. You know what? Time is weird. Let's not think about that. Oh boy. On. So, um. We had, uh, last time I did this thing where I sent my voice to you through the internet, uh, We, you know, I had asked about similar games to Animal Crossing, and you had said something in the regards of uh, Dingham as a game you had recollected you had played, and mm-hmm. then you went on to recommend that game, and so guess what, Max, I've gone, and, uh, well, I'm a dinker now. Let's go! I have dinked, and I have enjoyed the dink, I must say. I love this game. It's absolutely delightful. The music is wonderful. The, the, the art style is just truly charming. And, 
and I'm having a great time. So, so thanks for that recommendation, Max. That's a good one. Heck yeah. Um, but this is the question segment, and I'm just rambling at this point. We're already a minute in. So uh, let's get to the question. My question for you is this. Um, in the year 2023, in our previous year, what game did you play that you despised? A game that you Ooh. were let down by? A game that you wished to cast out into the nether realms never to be seen again? A waste of space, waste of playtime. Can't believe you played it. Wish you didn't do it. What game is that for you, Max? I'm quite curious. Let us know and don't spare any details. You can be brutally honest. It's just fine. I love this. All right, so I'm so glad you became a dinkumer. A dinker. Dinkum is, guys, it's just Animal Crossing on steroids. You can fly planes and stuff. You can scuba. You can't scuba. Down. You can go in the, uh, I don't even want to get into it. Buy Dinkum, 20 bucks on Steam, not sponsored. Anyways, I'm glad you're a dinker. <laughs> that sounds terrible. But you asked me, Keandre, what game did I despise the most from the year 2023 and an answer comes to mind immediately and i will use that answer because it is you know it, it it rings true the game that i despise most from the year 2023 is in fact everybody want to switch it just doesn't get worse i mean it was just a uh, guys like you can have a bit of laughter you can have some smiles with the game everybody want to switch the biggest problem with it is not even just that it's a bad game. It's a failed idea. What I mean by that is there there must have been some sort of limitation because there's no way you can have a hundred players on everybody one to switch. By the way, just think of a hundred people in a room. Yeah, it never happens unless you're at like a big party, which in that case, you're probably not going to bust down everybody one to switch. So just go ahead and exclude that possibility. In a game where you can have a hundred players, you think of games like Fortnite. You think of games like Fall Guys is not a hundred players, but it's close. A hundred player battle royales, right? F-099, also, not, also, you know, not a hundred, but it's close. Battle Royale games. And not that everybody wants to switch should have been a Battle Royale game, but the thing in common with Battle Royales is they're all online. Fortnite, Fall Guys, uh, what's the other one? F-Zero. They're all online. You don't need 100 people in a room to play Fortnite, right? So, I think... Everybody wants to switch. Should have just been a Jackbox clone. Honestly, it would it would be great. It'd be awesome. And with Nintendo's creativity, it'd be great. But it just wasn't. You were supposed to have like four to a hundred people in a room to play. Everybody wants to switch, and it just uh, you're just not playing it often. However, if I could play with people online, I would probably play more. I think it sucked. Not only did the, did the game suck, but the idea wasn't good either. It was just like a fail and a fail. They, they, they didn't care about it, man. So I think that was the worst game. Worst game and worst uh, execution, I will say, of what it should have been. But yeah, 
everybody wants to switch. Not a very enjoyable game. Not enjoyable. Next is our voicemail from Corey. Let's go ahead. Let's hear what Corey's got to say. Let's see. Let's see. Nine seconds long, so it won't be too long. Let's see. Yes, actually, I was wondering what your all-time favorite Pokemon Nintendo game is. Oh, and sorry, guys. I I didn't mention Corey is a channel member, I believe. So thank you, Corey, for being a channel member. Uh, Corey asks, and sorry, I didn't like put it because uh, Corey didn't put it in his name, so I had missed it. But Corey is a channel member. My favorite Pokemon game. Favorite Pokemon game. Simple answer. Because I've not played very many of them. I've played Pokemon X. I won't name all of them. But I've played Pokemon X, Pokemon Sword, a few others. I've not played a lot of them. Funny you say that. I'm actually in the middle of a Pokemon Leaf Green on my Game Boy Advance. Uh, my favorite Pokemon game right now is Pokemon X. Now, there's definitely a nostalgia factor that makes that game my favorite Pokemon game. However, I think it's an awesome game. It was like the ideal, it was like the Pokemon that was crafted for me. Like, do you ever play a game and you feel like it's just like made for you? I, I feel that with two games. Animal Crossing New Leaf. And Pokemon X. Now, Pokemon X is not like my top 10 favorite games of all time. But it's like, that. that's one of the ones where like, that's everything that I wanted in a Pokemon game. Pokemon X for Nintendo 3DS. Maybe you liked it, maybe you didn't. Either way, I think that's one of the, I would say, maybe better Pokemon games. I, I, I liked it a lot. I loved it. That's my favorite Pokemon game. Now, our next voicemail from the, the Real Chato. Let's hear it. Hey, Max, I want to start off by saying I love your podcast. And, Thank you. And I have and I have this paper out that I do every week, and I listen to your podcast almost every time I do it. That's it's just good. one of the best things to listen to during that because well, my paper has kind of bored. But anyway, so you've probably seen the rumors about the Switch 2 or mm -hmm. whatever they're going to call it that, that, that might have, um, it might have two streets like the 3ds do you think it will or not thanks thank you for supporting the content and listening to the podcast i appreciate the little mention there uh do i think the switch 2 will have two screens i have seen the rumors and i'm in favor of it however i i don't think that it will and i've talked about like before how i think that that would be awesome if the switch 2 had two screens because then it'd be easier to emulate Wii U games or 3DS games or DS games or, you know, whatever you wanted or have like a, like a two-player local play kind of thing. But honestly, I think having two screens that are like quality screens would just be too much in price. Because obviously we've had the 3DS, right? That has two screens. But those screens are just much lower cost and lower quality. They're lower qual. They're lower lower quality because, or sorry, they're they cost less because they're lower quality. Um, I just don't think with the Switch too, you're gonna need at least one quality screen. I would think that both would be quality screens. I don't think you can make that meal of the Switch too with two screens and have it be less than five hundred dollars, which they would want to do because they have a cheaper price history. Than like PlayStation and Xbox. Now, if they were 
okay with the $500 price tag, you can make that work. But the truth is they're, they're not going more. Switch 2 is not going to launch for more than $400. So it's like, it's, it's going to be hard to do. Uh, I would love it. I would love it, honestly. But I don't think it'll happen, to be honest. It'd be so cool, dude. It'd be awesome. But I don't think it would happen. Unfortunately. Thank you for your voicemail. Now, our final voicemail comes from Picori. Let's see what you got. Hello there, I'm Swizzle or Max, whichever you prefer. Um, this is a question just because, like, your name on YouTube. Where did you get your name? Like, what is your history of your name? How did you come up with it? Did you? This is just something made up in your mind. What? What? What is that? The history. I know this isn't really Nintendo related, but I've asked Nintendo questions before, and I I want to ask this. So, um, if you're hearing this, um. Yeah, and also I am a huge fan of your videos. Keep it up. Thank you. Yeah, so my name history. It's a pretty intriguing topic, if I do say so my, myself here. Uh, pretty much where it comes from. My name is Max, as you had mentioned there. Uh, and the, you know, Max starts with M. You can probably see where I'm going with this. Uh, M, putting the name, like, on paper, M Swizzle just looked visually unappleasing. So I kind of liked having the E in front of the M, which then says M, which is my first name initial, is the M. But it's like an M, it's the letter M with more spice to it. And then the 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 swizzle part, that part came out of nowhere. There's no source for swizzle. What even, if you Google swizzle, what comes up? Well, let's just see. Hopefully not me. Swizz how to swizzle <laughs> the 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 definition of swizzle and swizzle wikipedia like there's not much that comes up for swizzle that has a true meaning all these definitions to drink especially to excess guzzle okay so swizzle means to to drink okay so drunk swizzle here okay sorry Pretty much, Swizzle came out of nowhere. That's all I can say. The, the the M has meaning, but the Swizzle does not. Unfortunately. I wish it did, but it doesn't. But that's okay, because everyone's got their origin. Now, I have two written questions here from the uh, people, the lovely people on my YouTube community post. We have one channel member, Zach Curdy. Asks actually two questions here, and I'll answer them both. One, do you think Nintendo will, will make a handheld console sometime around when the next console releases, like how we had DS and Wii, 3DS and Wii U, or will Nintendo keep it hybrid and no DS handheld alongside? So let's answer that one first. I think they keep it, they keep it hybrid because when you make a hybrid, you can't really go back on it. You can't go back, and if the if the rumors are true that the Switch is going to be the the Switch Two is going to be as powerful as a PS4 or an uh, Xbox One. That's perfect. Because, I mean, like, looking back, those are kind of powerful. Like, they can run good games. So, a Switch 2 would be great. And a Switch 3 can maybe be like a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. So, that's too ambitious, maybe. But I I truly think that they'll keep it hybrid. Because it's, it's going to be hard, once again, to go back to both consoles once you already had a hybrid because the hybrid just works so well, you know, which is why I think they should do two screens. Best of both worlds. Home console, very, very cool. Emulating Wii U games and everything. 
and also on the go, little 3DS there. So I think it'd be awesome, but who knows? And then you also ask, what is the most underrated Wii U game? And for that, I have an answer. There. I have an answer that comes to mind right away. Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games. Now, my favorite Wii U game is Mario 3D World. However, Mario and Sonic at the Rio doesn't get enough credit. Now, I will say, definitely the most unknown Mario and Sonic game is Mario and Sonic at the, at the Sochi, uh, Sochi 2014 Olympic Games on the Wii U. Barely anyone even knows that game, that game exists. But Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 was like one of the biggest improvements in that whole franchise, or series rather. And like it, it just went, I feel like, rather unnoticed. Like nobody even cared. That was big, man. And I put, I mean, uh, probably at least 50 hours into that game. Which for me back then, when that game you know came out, it was a lot. Like 50 hours for me back then was a lot. I, I, I wasn't playing games as much as I am now. 50 was like, was like the equivalent of like, 200 nowadays, right? So I played a lot of games back then. And that one I sunk so much time into. It was just a real great game that I feel went so unnoticed and it's underrated for sure. Now, finally, Scripto Games asks, Hey, M. Swizzle, been watching you for a while and love your content. My question is if you were to have to choose one mainline game like Pikmin or Zelda from the Switch that you can never play again, what would it be and why? Hmm. One mainline game. You know what? Because you say it, because you mentioned it, I'm going to say Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Now, people are going to come out to me, Max, Pikmin 3 is a great game. Why would you want to get rid of it? Here's the, here's the workaround. I'll just go play Pikmin 3 on the Wii U. Perfect. I'm just kidding. I will give you a real answer because that one shouldn't count. I will say if I couldn't play a main, like a main staple Switch game ever again, I probably wouldn't play like a big Switch game. I probably wouldn't play, I'm trying to think. Um, it's hard. It's hard, honestly. I mean... <sighs> I could say, like, Xenoblade Chronicles, but I've never even played that, so... Can I look at my Switch? I always have to look at my entire library just to, just to know the answer, okay? I will give you the answer of... Sorry, they're all so good! I'm gonna say... Okay, final answer. I'm going to say... Kirby's Dream Buffet counts, right? That counts. That's a spin-off, but like that that's that's like a thing, right? Can I say that? If I can't say that, then then I'll say Pikmin 3. Kirby's Dream Buffet. I mean it was a good idea. It was good. But I I didn't feel like there was enough there. Sorry. Like th there was content for a, for a $15 game. There there was cool stuff. But I don't see myself like going back to replay that at all. Like it just like I don't really care. I mean, it was a nice 15 bucks, less than like going bowling. But I just didn't really care for the whole Kirby's Dream Buffet thing. It it didn't keep me hooked, and I I would not mind getting rid of that game. It was cool, but I just won't play it again. But that is it for the Mario Matter 
episode number 74. Thank you all so much for listening, watching, liking this podcast video for the video version, following on Spotify or Apple, leaving us a positive rating. I appreciate it so much, guys. Ratings are the best way to support the podcast, especially on Apple. We have more on Spotify than than Apple, but, you know, not to get too much into like, yeah, write the podcast. Thank you all. Seriously, so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. We try our best over here, and I think we might succeed. Thank you, of course, to our channel members who make all of this podcast recording possible. If you want to become a channel member and get awesome special podcast episodes, special perks, link is down below to to go and do that. And with that said, I will see you all on the next episode of The Mario Matter, episode number 75, next Saturday where we might just have a Nintendo Direct to talk about that will maybe happen next week. We'll see. Other than that, it is M. Swizzle or Max signing off. Adios! Adios!